This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant Milky, the DM, joined by Austin Brady, Zaldwin, the buggiest inquisitor, Cody Smith, Space Inquisitor Grundle, John Cayley, Livitz Posu, teleport mechanic, and Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, Private Eye. Previously on the homebrew, the crew sorted out the surrendered combatants and learned that Grandmaster Pans had apparently paid the closer 10,000 credits to hire mercenaries to pretend to be Enders and kill Archbishop Gromlug. Gromlug made the crew his inquisitors and agreed to go into hiding while the crew looked into the incident. So, you guys have just stumbled through the teleporter. You are back in the temple of the Ever and All host on the Vatican space station. Um, Gromlug has made you inquisitors, given you the scepter of truth, uh, and he... I guess would nod to you. He would. Well, actually, we need to pause here, guys. Uh, before we go through this portal, we need to go back in time a little bit. Uh, Nivitz cast his TKG7 uh, clone device, which requires him to roll a D100. Uh, and I missed that due to the skipping of uh, the, the episode going straight into combat and then straight out of combat. Uh, we're, so we are going to retcon that really quick. It's an important part of the story. And this is kind of Nivis's little side story that we're in here. So uh, go ahead and roll your D100 there, buddy. Oh, well, I rolled and I got a 14. Well, uh, that actually causes the device to fail. <laughs> so <laughs> um, the clone would have never been created in the first place. Uh, I don't know if that changes too much. Did he do anything crazy? I know he did some... You didn't give him any spell to concentrate on, correct? No, he did not have. He attempted to also mage hand, but that didn't work. I think he casted some cantrips with me. Okay. Well, I am going to take that one on the nose then as the bad DM who didn't have you roll your D100, and we will remember that in the future. So we do not need to deal with any uh, murdering of any clones. You guys are back in the Temple of the Ever and All host. Uh, and Gromlug would nod to you and say, he would give you his number, probably, to his tablet, and say, uh, as you requested, I will lie low while you look into this. Uh, may the ever and all host be with you. And again, he would hold out his hands to you, Zaldwin. Uh, thank you for saving my life. Zaldwin reaches out a buggy kite in his hand and shakes Grumlug's hand. Alright, what are you guys going to get up to? Jaden would look pretty deep in thought and speak up, say, uh, hey, uh, I'm, I'm getting a little concerned with the with the clone thing. I feel like it's becoming kind of a problem, don't you? The bugbears or Nivets? What? What <laughs> clone thing? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, they had the, they had the Rapid growth clone detector there, which I thought was that was. Yeah, well, we all had to walk through it, and it like, remember the power went out. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the closer just that that the hobgoblin, right? He just like he's just popping up everywhere, and I'm just worried. Why do they have that? Why do they have that detector? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He said, I don't know. He said Grand Grandmaster Payans, but. We know there's, like, clones all over the place, so... Or there might be clones all over the place. I just don't... How do we... How do we know? Well, you, uh... We gotta figure out a way to feed them after midnight or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and Nivitz, you... You are a connoisseur of this kind of technology, right? I mean, I, I gotta assume them more process between what you do and what this is... So, I mean, how, how, is there like a, I don't know, like a VIN number on these things? Is there a way to, to tell what's a clone and what's not? <laughs> nope. Not to my knowledge. Wow. <laughs> There's uh, no real way. Always, always useful. Well, you do know, um, Nivitz, you remember a, uh, a man that you were in the Papal Knights with. Old friend of yours. 
he is a also a wizard. And you know that he lives here on the Vatican, as far as you know. At least last time you spoke with him, he did. Uh, his name is Zephyr. And uh, he had previously been interested in and working on ways to detect clones. Well, there's no VIN number, as you put it. But um, I do think there is a guy on this station, somebody I once knew. Probably be kind of shocked to see me show up, but... He was working on a way to be able to tell who's clone and who's not a clone. But I haven't talked to him in some, what, 30 years. It has to have been. Can we just take this big one? <laughs> You're going back to the barge. <laughs> we just take the big one out of that place. They owe us. I mean, was there much to salvage off of it? Hmm. Yeah, it was out in the main room, so it probably would have been pretty shot up. Why don't you go visit your friend? Um, uh, all right. Well, I hope he doesn't stink like it's done. That old man smell. You know what? That's the, that's it, Oliver. No more wait for you. <laughs> Nimitz storms off towards the terminal. He must have missed out on lunch. He's getting cranky. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are in the Temple of the Ever and All host right now. So, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be too difficult for you to look him up. Nivets using, you know, a, a console or some sort of, like, information booth. Again, the the Vatican, the space station itself is very modern. There are you know, a lot of, like, ads and signs and, like, chain restaurants and things like that. Uh, and, yeah, you look him up and you see that he lives in kind of, like, the, the market square area. And he seems to be working and living at a place called Zephyr's Wondrous Magic Emporium. Well, Zal, I found the guy. You might have the information you wanted. Okay, let's uh, let's go there, I suppose. All right. Maybe we'll start trying to figure out how to get there. And after getting the information downloaded to a tablet, he's like, All right, this way, and walks left. Nope, that way, and turns around and goes the other way. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you find a little kind of hole in the wall place it has an opening soon sign in front uh and the door is unlocked if you were to head in uh, this is just a very simple room with stone walls and there's a bunch of like plastic card tables that are set up and there's like boxes and boxes of like rolled up scrolls and overflowing papers and there are these uh, dancing lights around the room that are keeping the building fairly well lit and there's a figure in the back who is bent over a small workbench with a little green pseudo dragon curled up at his feet. Zephyr, you crazy bastard! How you doing? Uh a halfling turns around and he's got like crazy gray hair sticking up everywhere and looks like he hasn't like <laughs> washed or kept himself up in days. And he pulls these like goggles up and squints. He's like, Oh my god! Oh my god. Nivets? Yeah, it's me. Yellow Come poop. here! Come here! And he runs up and tries to give you a hug. Nivets will bear hug the dude. Okay, I haven't, haven't heard from you in a... God, 30, 40 years? How long's it been? What happened? Well, you know how it goes. Both left. Uh, did my own research there for a while. And kind of was almost murdered and then oh. erased from what? records, but that, that's beside the point. How you been? Uh, great, great. Getting my store opened up, finally. I always told you. Told you one day I would. Uh, yeah, working on it. It's, it's looking. Still got a lot of boxes around. Yeah, yeah. And he starts pulling some, like, items out. And it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's going. Uh, you know. Uh, and he, and he pulls out. He's like, I got this, uh, got this Got this rod of magic detection I'm working on. And he hands it to you. And he's like, yeah, it uh, it lights up whenever there's magic nearby. Well, it, 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 it's not blinking, so it, you haven't quite worked out the kinks, have you? Huh? Well, I mean, it's magic itself, so it's kind of always lit up. I uh, haven't quite worked that out yet. Uh, well, huh. Hmm. Well, you old fuck, got a different question for you. Nivitz hands back the, the staff that seems kind of pointless at the moment. He's disappointed that you don't want it. 
we're, we, I, I came here because I'm interested in another device you were working on. You know, the one to tell who's a clone and, what, and who's not. Remember oh. that idea? Yeah. You know, to be honest, I thought there'd be a lot more clone-related incidents uh, than there are today. You'd be surprised. thought it'd be a million-dollar idea to get ahead of. Uh, never really panned out, though. I could probably find something around here if you still want it. Oh, definitely. It'd be a lot of help. All right, all right. And he disappears into the back and leaves you guys alone with the uh, boxes. And his little pseudo-dragon sits up and is staring at you guys. It's small in here. You're just giant. No, I think it's maybe both. It looks absolutely normal-sized in here. It's not much bigger than my cabin on the hall. Did you say you killed a dragon once? Yeah. Let me tell you all about it. So there we are in this cave. <laughs> he comes back out with a wand in his hand. He says, well, yeah, I mean, this is as good as I could get it. It only, it can only detect the uh, the, the quick gro- grown ones, you know? Hmm, that's perfect. The, if, it's, if it's been grown naturally and all that stuff, it basically just makes sure that the, you know, the, the age of the cells matches up with the, you know, the age of the, uh, the proposed. It, it, it's a long story, basically. But, uh, yeah, you can have it. I don't have a need for it. Thanks. Well, you might want to start making some more of these. They might come in handy in the future. Really? I figured since they got the newfangled big ones that the little portable devices wouldn't mean as much anymore. But if you think so. Oh, just, just take my word on it. They'll come in handy. Jaden kind of leans in and he's like, yeah, I I guess it's worth looking into who might have put the larger detectors in, too. I mean, I haven't heard of any clone-related incidents either, so someone must have gotten ahead of that. This all just seems weird. He, like, looks at, looks around at you guys. He's like, does something feel off to you guys? I mean, does anything ever feel right when you're hanging out with us? I mean... Right. Yeah, I mean, we saved Prosperity Bay, we... Debatable. Lots of people died. You saved the planet. I mean, we took down the Sojourn. Debatable. Lots of people died. We saved Grundle, and we saved Billy. Only like one guy died on the Sojourn, and he killed himself. (laughs) We killed a bunch of people in that bar. Do you remember when Frankie got all, like, fucking buzzed out? That guy surrendered and she shot him in the face? She was fucked up. Yeah, those aren't people. Oh my god, Oliver, listen to yourself. <laughs> I can't with you. He's like, I, yeah, he shrugs. He's like, yeah, I just, I don't know. So, yeah, okay, well, what do we do now? Sounds like, oh, sounds like we just, I mean, I have an idea, but it's probably not the best idea. Well? I added the uh, wand of cl- detect clone into all of your inventories. You guys might want to read through that because it is not... A, a normal wand in normal D&D games. Uh, this wand has three charges. While holding it, you can expend one charge as an action and cast Detect Clone. You must roll a 16 or higher on a d20 at dawn for the wand to regain a charge. If the wand reaches zero charges, it breaks. Detect Clones causes any clones to shimmer. I think purple color for one minute. Skilled magic artisan may be able to repair the wand with 500 gold pieces of arcane component. Quick, use it on Nivets. It's too bad Nivets is holding it right now. We need to put this to sleep right now. We need to know if this is the real Nivets. Or if he himself is a clone. The first order of business. Oh, I sorry, sorry I read that in the Zalduin voice. Zalduin was reading the tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little handwritten tag. What difference would it make if he was a clone? He's the only one I've ever known. I mean, that's true. I would prefer this one over the original, assuming he was the clone. Well, no matter how many times we clone Nivets, he's still a little shithead. And I say that with love, Nivets. You are a a, a straight-up psychopath. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And I've been, you know tortured for years by some pretty crazy people you really take the cake man i like him he definitely reminds me of my old boss with less gambling debt carl carl has gambling debt i didn't know carl had a gambling problem 
No, my old boss. <laughs> my old oh. boss, Lucky. I mean, he's dead now, but... <laughs> That's so lucky. We should probably talk about that and unpack a lot of that sometime together. He gave me these arms and my drug addiction. Was he a good gambler? He's all right. Great. Nice. Wonderful. Glad to see that we're all well-adjusted. <laughs> I can't even say well-adjusted adults, because <laughs> half of you all are kids. Fuck me, what's happened to my life? All right, let's 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 see if Nivitz is a clone first. I take offense to this. I have no idea how old I am, but I'm at least seven. Maybe, I'm at least, uh, I don't know. Okay, so to be clear, you understand that you might only get three shots with this, right? Oh shit. Yeah, probably not. I'm just I just want to make sure you you can do it if you want to use it like that. That's fine. I just want to be clear. Yeah. It doesn't regain charges in the morning like a lot of other wants. It might regain a charge. Right. All right. So, I I have a weird plan. I don't know if it's the smartest plan. Hey, those are my favorite kind of plans. So poorly thought out and not very well executed. What if what if we offer up information that a certain ender that we have, maybe he's got some quote unquote information about I don't know, ender stuff, and then we go to Grandmaster Pains and be like, Hey, we got an ender that wants to talk to you about ending the enders and then we're in the room, zappity zoop, see if she's a clone. And we kill her. Um, no, we don't kill her yet. We gotta see if oh. she's a clone first. And even if she is a clone, how do we know if she's not a like compliant clone? Just beat her down. Uh, point of conjecture. Uh, we're we're kind of inquisitors right at the moment, so why do we need an excuse? <gasps> He's right. We have power—the power of gods. Well, I won't go that far. I mean, we could already do whatever we want. I don't see where this changes. He said, "All doors." Bar the Pope's door are open to us. We we, yeah. can, we can go anywhere to find out what we need to find out, Zadwin. True that. But also, if Grandmaster Paynes knows that we are Inquisitors, she'll also know that Gromluck survived. And that's something that we don't want to show our hand with, right? Not necessarily. Gromluck did say they will know from the Scepter that it is an Archbishop, but they will not know necessarily that it is him. Okay. Obviously... If she is implicated, it would make sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? She'd be able to infer. Yeah. But um, he did say that basically you don't have to reveal who your boss is. Uh, the scepter just indicates that it is an archbishop. And there are likely thousands of archbishops. The size of the universe being it what it is. Alternative to that plan, we find an the the name of an archbishop who is you know aligned with grandmaster pains we say we have some questions about the plan to get rid of gromlug if she incriminates herself case closed we take care of it bada boom bada bing <laughs> we can we can even use the little drone robot with the recorder to record her incriminating herself then again, when we tried to do this with fucking Vanwell, all shit hit the fan. How do we know the exact same thing won't happen? I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, you're not necessarily with the best company to do any real deep siege espionage. I'm not trying to sell myself or Grundle short, but uh, we definitely specialize in a different type of thing. Zeldwin looks at Oliver. What do you mean? And then looks at Grundle. Oh, yeah. Um, I for I forgot y'all are not so kind with words. Uh... Jaden would also say, "Hey, uh, Zaldwin Grumlock did ask us not to lie in his name. I think he said he was okay with us maybe leaving details out, but you do what you want. I just he did ask us not to lie. Yeah, well, you ask us to not do a lot of things, and we do them anyway, and everything turns out fine, right, Jaden? Hey, I do them anyway. It's your job to do the right thing. <laughs> I agree that everything is fine. You were just trying to convince me earlier that everything was not fine. So, haha, you think we're doing a good job, too. And he holds his hand out for a high five. High five! I high five him. <laughs> 
Gravel's like, oh, we're like, oh, wait, I thought that was for me. So, to uh, Grandmaster Payne's we go. Does Grandmaster Payne have any associates? Can we, like, rough up his underlings first? The Papal Knights? <laughs> yeah, let's go rough up the Papal Knights. I'm down for that. <laughs> the the army of the second largest entity in the universe. Hey, we're Inquisitors. We can go punch a couple sergeants around. <laughs> I think to give her the least amount of time to prepare, you should probably confront her first. Yeah, but how do we get there? I mean, like, we can show up and be like, hey, open your door. Is that is that is it that easy? Yes. Right. I mean, without telling people that we're Inquisitors... No, it would be nearly impossible if we used the power that Gromlug gave us to open the doors. Yes, it would be that simple, I think. Do we Do we also, I don't know, should we look more Inquisitory? What does an Inquisitor look like? I don't know, like a priestly? Would that be any bit advantageous for us to, I don't know, get all snazzed up? actually look like ambassadors or some shit uh jaden shrugs he's like i mean as long as we have that scepter and it works for us i think we're fine okay if shit does hit the fan we blast her with this wand of clone detect clone and she doesn't glow purple let's not blast the leader of the papal knights with anything until we're very sure or we will have an army to fight out uh we're inquisitors. We can get information. We can question her. I don't think we can attack her or cast spells on her that aren't, you know, the zone of truth spell. But like, please be careful, Zaldoin. Can we question the other guy? Let's go question everybody. I'm drunk with power already. Let's go question the lady who runs that nice hotel. I think she might be in on it. Yeah, we're inquisitors now. Let's go tell that lady she has to give us a hotel room. Let's abuse our power immediately. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I really like our hotel room. There's lots more people. Everybody's friendly. There's like... Their food's good. Fondue. Food is very good. Let's make them get more sandwiches then. You didn't even eat your first sandwich. Okay, I think they can tell us the truth about the sandwiches. I don't think that we... They're, they need to give us more. I, 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 I think in he means with our position, we could... Imply it's best for them to start serving sandwiches, not ask her about them. Right. Well, all seriousness, though, do we have anyone, like, do we have any other leads we can address before we go after, you know, a big fish? No, not really. I mean, we could talk to Jaden's uncle. We do still need to do that. <laughs> While also we are inquisitors, I plan on talking to Cardinal Jean-Paul. I mean, he too was missing. I almost forgot why we came here. Yeah. You still, you got knocked on the head in that fight a little bit, Oliver? I get knocked on the head a lot. So, you know. Alright, so, do we want to talk to Grandmaster Payne or Cardinal Jean-Paul first? I'd say Cardinal. I mean, I think Cardinal Jean-Paul. Yeah. Alright. Why not both at the same time? You happen to be in the building where Cardinal Jean-Paul lives, so you head down the hallway, back into where you spoke with the receptionist, and Tyler is still sitting there, and <laughs> are you guys, like, healed? Are you guys still beat the fuck up? Yeah. Uh, if Yeah, I mean, I am, like, I was extremely fucked up. I did drink a potion. So I don't know how much blood you're, like, tracking in here. Okay, but when I was like, we should dress up, I got ridiculed. That is a true statement. So, should you dress up? I don't know if you should dress up. Should you clean up? That's a... I think Jaden would kind of, like, stop you, like, at the door and be like, Hey, uh, actually, Zaldoin, I didn't... Maybe we should <laughs> do something. He looks down at the, like, trail of blood. Like, Grundle's just, like, left huge Grundle footprints of blood. Oh, What's the you think, Jaden? You think maybe we should do a... Oh, like, like going up and doing a little dress-up. Yes, of course. Look look at Oliver. His eyeball's hanging out of the socket. Yeah, I'm don't, sorry. Yeah. Don't tell him. Stop staring at it. Come on, let's dress go. Up. Let's do dress-up. Fashion show. Fashion show. I imagine Grundle and Oliver just go out back and spray each other with a hose. 
well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do, artists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that. So, um, once cleaned up, you guys head into the Cardinal Jean-Paul's living quarters, and Tyler is sitting at the small desk, uh, has his little earpiece on, is uh, tapping around on his tablet. Uh, he looks up, and he's like, oh, Jaden, uh, you're back, and looks to, looks around to you guys. And, how can I help you guys? Hey, Tyler. Hey, buddy. Hi. Uh, so, we were supposed to go see Cardinal Jean-Paul through that gate, yeah? Uh, yeah, I think he, he looks down and tip-taps on his, uh, tablet a little bit. He's like, yeah, well, well, oh, sorry. Huh. Well, I, I'm sorry. I must have told you wrong. I, I swear that was on his schedule. Uh, and he scrolls around a little bit and he's like, yeah, no, I, sorry. I must have told you wrong or something. Yeah, it's not on his schedule anymore. It looks like he's, looks like he's in. In what? Uh, his, his study? In? Like, in the office. He is available. Well, we will be going in then. Oh, um, can I get your names? No. Um, well, uh, Jim, uh show him the staff. Yeah, I show him the in- Inquisitor staff. Nice flex. Yeah, his eyes get kind of big, and he's just like, oh, uh, okay, uh, yeah. And he buzzes, he, like, uh, presses something, and he, you can hear him as you walk past him into this these large double doors behind him kind of telling Jean-Paul that you have arrived. Uh, Jean-Paul's study is massive. It is a huge room. Beautiful windows uh, on the far side that look out over the blue skies and billowing clouds that are part of the uh, Vatican's atmosphere. There are floor-to-ceiling bookcases everywhere. Uh, but like Nivets, you'd particularly notice like all the books are immaculate. You know what I mean? Like he's obviously never touched one of these books in his life. And he has just like thousands of them. Uh, and there are, it's very minimally decorated. There are little sculptures uh, smattered about. And uh, Jean-Paul is looking out the window. And you hear the little, you hear Tyler speaking through a little speaker at his desk. Uh, and he turns around. Um, and sees the five of you, and he says, well, hello there, uh, nice to meet friends of Jaden and Inquisitors, I hear. Indeed. That's right. Uh, give me a perception check, everybody. Perception is a 21 from Zaldwin. Grandma got an 8. Oliver also got an 8. Come on, high rolls. 13 from Nivets. Uh, Zaldwin, Cardinal Jean-Paul has a blaster at his hip, and you recognize this blaster because it is identical to a blaster that you have that you got from Van Wel Moonshade. Oh, shit. Uh, what is this, Zaldwin? <laughs> Why did your voice change? <laughs> <laughs> that was me as player saying, oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to notice it and i am going to like can i do anything i have so many like little fun things oh also nivets and zaldwin real quick there are four other people in the room these large guards they're in this like battle cleric attire they have massive tower shields and their helmets are like covering the entirety of their face and like grundle and Oliver, like, you'd probably almost mistake them as, like, statues, because they're standing very perfectly still. But you guys know that this is essentially these guards here protecting Jean-Paul. Okay. Now you say there's guards. All right. Am I within a distance where I could whisper something to Jaden without... Yes. So this is a, like, as I'm, it's a massive study. Yeah. And he's kind of at the far end, the window's... He's probably a good 50 feet, 30, 40 feet away from you. Uh, there'd be no way for him to hear you if you whispered something to Jaden, unless you like had some sort of like special magic. Yeah, I'm going to put my hand on Jaden's shoulder and lean over to him and whisper, Now, Jaden, you have to be prepared. If your uncle's tied in with all this, you know we have to do the right thing, right? What's the right thing? I mean, 
turn him into the authorities? If we can. That blaster, same as Van Wells. Jaden's eyes go wide. Snap out of it, Jaden. You need to follow my lead, alright? Don't freak out. Okay. Are you good? He he nods, and uh, Jean-Paul walks uh, in front of his desk and kind of leans over. Well, are you just going to stand there and look silly? No, no. Oh, I thought you were going to say pretty. You think we look silly? He, he laughs. I don't know if I'd call you uh, pretty at all, but uh, you do look rather strong. Those are some impressive muscles. Yeah, show him your muscles, Jaden. He laughs, uh, pulls a decanter out of his desk, and he takes a seat, and he's like, Well, it is great to see you, Jaden. I would love to catch up later uh, when we have more time. I am quite busy, so how can I help you, gentlemen? Tyler said uh, you're here on Inquisitor business. Yes. Yeah, we are. He nods. How can I help you? If I could flash back to our walk here. So do we want so do we want to get the personal questions we have for our overarching adventure before we do into the questions that most likely will lead us to killing this man? Yeah, we we need a way to kind of like loosen him up a like, little bit. Like I think I mean, just we need to get questions. Jaden's dad questions, the fucking goblin in the vatican that we know worked for jaden's dad yeah the fucking son nivitz's stuff yeah device questions out of the way and then we can get to the fucking obvious fucking elephant in the room which is our inquisitor business (laughs) yeah so i think we should probably get him to start talking about like the sun you know obviously that's big news and he'll he'll want to blab about it we can't any ask any specifics but we just need him to kind of like loosen up uh then we start talking about the other um candidates and hopefully like try to catch him tripping up maybe some like i don't know sweet little fucking insight checks to try to see what we can get as far as like what he's saying versus how he's feeling about those it would be folks. nice if we could ask about Jaden's dad ask about Jaden's dad for sure that's a good fucking point um I like how Grundle's here and remembers it not Carl we're yeah. definitely ask about this guy's dad I'm really interested in this mystery and then that could also transition to like oh we saw that goblin on the news he was a friend of Jaden's dad right and then from the goblin to the sun technology yeah or sun technology to the goblin to Jaden's dad, because we know they were cohorts. Yeah, we say like, oh, we saw um, Jin's dad's friend, uh, the goblin, on TV. What was his name? And then, boom, we get the name of the goblin. Try to poke around that thing. I don't know. We should butter him up by saying that we watched his special television thing. I should leave the room next time you guys have a talk like this. Yeah, probably Maybe. should. So, it is the man himself. How are you doing, Jean-Paul? He rolls his eyes. Oh, I did not catch your name. What's your name? Oh, uh, my name is Alduin. These are my associates, Oliver, Nivitz, Grundle, Jaden. Zaldwin. That's a very interesting name. Uh, uh, give me, give me insight check. Everyone can give me insight checks. 11. Grundle got a 13. 22 from Oliver. That is a 17 from Zaldwin. Oliver, you're the only one that notices this, and I think it makes sense to me that basically you've been around a lot of con men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who like to talk a big game. Uh, he, as he hears the name Nivitz and looks at Nivitz for the first time. I mean, he's just, he's in his own world. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. drinking some wine. He's annoyed that you guys are here. He's given Jaden some very basic attention. You know what I mean? But he's just now looking at you. And hes he definitely double takes on Nivitz. Um, and he's... <clears throat> Zaldwin, that's a, that's a fine name. And you look like a fine young man. I do not have time for small talk. So... Oh, we, we won't take much of your time. That's unfortunate. Because you're going to have to make some time. But you just said two very different things. <laughs> We'll take as much time as we'd like. We have some important questions for you, sir. 
it's a good cop, bad cop situation. You're the you're the bad one. Right. Yeah. And I'm the green one. Right. So I, I definitely heard. I am shaking in my boots, young man. <laughs> so, good cop. What would you like to say to me? Oh, um, we actually had some uh, questions about uh, Jane's dad. We were uh, we we're under the impression that he was doing some some pretty good research. Uh, to, to kind of help with the whole sun situation and I was wondering uh, what you could tell me about where he's at you know where he's going he folds his hands sets down his glass and folds his hands and leans forward and he you know and swallows let me get this straight you're here on an official inquisition to ask me about my brother who disappeared years ago yeah these are the preliminary questions this is just us chit-chatting. This isn't official inquisitor business. I'm, I am not um, chit-chatting with you, young man. Okay. If you'd like to get down to business. Gentlemen, do I have your permission to jump into the conversation? Yeah, whatever. He's not very nice. Hmm. Well, I do believe if we're going to be doing this um, official business, I think you should... We should move closer, and I think we should use that staff to make sure everything's on the up and up. Right. I'm real interested to how well he knows Snivitz. You understand, sir, right? Yeah. Uh, Zeldwin uh, takes the staff and taps it on the desk and casts the Zone of Truth. He he holds up his hand as you're starting to do that. He's like, oh, well, one moment. You're here to request an Inquisition, are you not? Did we say request by any chance? I, I I, don't think we said request. Yeah, I don't think this is a request. I am well within my right to appeal the decision of being requested to enter into an inquisition. You have to... Right now, what you're doing is you're telling me what the inquisition is about. I then have 30 days to decide whether or not I'm to appeal this decision. If I, you know, were to agree, I'd then have further 30 days to suggest a date. 30 more days! Right, right. Unless, of course, I'd, I would like to have the questions submitted to me in writing. Who knows how long that could take. I mean, it all depends on whether you want 30 days worth of corpses to start piling around here. Now, that's not a threat. That is an observation about how you're running this ship and what's going on here, because... I have a feeling either you have no idea what's going on out there, or you know exactly what's going on out there. Now, both of those facts are going to hurt you badly through all this bureaucratic bullshit, okay? He slams his hands down on his desk, and he stands up. Do you have any idea who you're speaking to, young man? Sir, do you know how much I care if I live or die, and how long it'll take me across this room? Give me an intimidation check. Nineteen. He definitely softens a little bit at that. Uh, looks at his guards and who have, who would at that threat would definitely take a step forward. Yeah, I mean Oliver's definitely bristling at this point. No, yeah, everyone, everyone's bristling <laughs> at the as soon as there's like an actual threat. You know what I mean? He takes a deep breath and he's like, "I am Cardinal Jean-Paul. I am the most beloved figure of the Church. To many corners of the universe, I am the Church." I do not run this ship. I run the Cardinal Jean-Paul Sunday Special. I'm sure you've heard of it. I don't want to talk. You want to be Pope. I very likely will be Pope if I'm able to get my numbers ahead of our friend Grandmaster Payens. It appears we're going to have to go public that Cardinal Jean-Paul is refusing to answer questions to the Inquisition, and that might affect his papacy candidacy. It shakes. I'm not refusing. I'm simply acting within my rights. No, no, no. It sounds like you are quite well refusing. All right, friends, we shall go. I will have to let those reporters know. He is looking at you for like a really long time, but he, he shakes his head. Ah, I do not need to win over the people who would be swayed by that. The only reason I'm losing in the polls is the people who wish to, people who wish for violence, wish to fight. So I don't think your words will have any effect whatsoever. Uh, can I roll insight on that to see if he is actually anti-violence or if this is a bluff? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you guys can roll insight whenever you want and 
That is a 17. What I'll give you with a with a 17 is he is genuinely concerned about beating Grandmaster Payans. He's not... You're not really able to pick anything up on whether that's just politics. You know what I mean? If he's just, like, referencing her kind of, like, brand. Or if mm. he actually gives a shit. Although you probably guess he doesn't really give a shit about anything but himself so far. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we got off on the wrong foot. Maybe I have information that you would love to hear. In exchange, maybe you can loosen up. He looks around and he says, Ah, I'll give you one piece of information. And then I'm going to walk out of that room. And if you physically try to stop me, my guards will kill you. And they will be well within their right. I know who you are. I watched. I watched your live stream of you talking your way into into Van Well's presence, driving that poor man to kill himself. If you think I'm that simple, you're wrong. I'm not going to tell you anything about me. You are beyond insignificant to me, other than interrupting my break. You have done nothing but inconvenience me. Do you understand me, boy? Yeah. I also understand that I know you know who Nivitz is. I also understand you know the significance of him being alive and not deleted from history. I also know... He smiles. Uh, give me insight. 20. Ooh. As soon as you say that, he, he smiles a little bit. You're, you're sure you got that wrong. Oh, okay. He is, he's like, he, he is happy that that's what you think. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Vanwell was not the only important person lost on that ship. I think you are forgetting. I think you are forgetting Miss Seatail. Jane's mother also died on that ship, and I'm sure she was a fine woman as well. I'm sure she was. How is that relevant? The sojourn was a tragedy. I have comforted my people over that. What happened there was a travesty. I am not saying I condone any of Mr. Moonshade's activities. I'm saying, I know that you don't always necessarily represent yourself in the truest light, and whatever you're doing here, whatever you're trying to trick me into saying, whatever you think is going on, it's not happening to me. I'm walking out of this room. I hope, sir, respectfully, stay clear of all this, uh, these clones popping up everywhere. It's getting awfully thick with them. Insight check. Holy crap! That! 20 baby that 20 that went deep that that he like his little shit eating grin that he's had his smirk goes away and he like tries to say something like and then he starts to walk out oh my god my heart is like actually racing <laughs> oh all right, bye. Who's gonna meet you? Hand out. <laughs> yeah, no, that clone thing was went. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I mean, you crit too. It's not like he faltered. You just you could tell, like deadlocked eyes with him. You could tell that that was just like that was it, and he left. Well, is, is he is he leaving? Or when he said that, like, did he completely leave, or was there time to say anything after that? I mean, you could say something. He's. I mean, he's walking out. He's trying to walk out. Well, does Zaldwin relay it, or do I also notice that with the 20? Mine's no crit. <laughs> right, yours isn't a crit, but, like, I think between yeah. Zaldwin, like, <laughs> winking at you guys, and, like, him, uh, his reaction, I think that, I think he also knows that Zaldwin knows. I think that's the other part of the crit, is, like, without any words passing, he kind of... So, yeah, I would say you, you know there's something up with the... The clumps? Yeah, something, something with the clones. Yes, do be careful, you know, with the assaults, even here in the Vatican, on another bishop. There was so much carnage that scene. All those dead bodies. It would be a shame of another palpable candidate to suddenly disappear or run into any accidents. We're only here for your well-being, Cardinal Jean-Paul. Yeah, I mean, he's not looking at you anymore. He's heading out. Um, so this is going to be, like, disadvantage on the insight check. Alright. No. I'll let you roll, like, a intimidation check, too, Nivitz. Well, that's going to be an inspiration moment. For which one? Uh, well, shit. I guess insight with disadvantage and then inspiration on intimidation. Well, do the intimidation first, because I want to see if he, like, stops or turns around. Okay. Where's my insight? 
intimidation. Oh my god, a crit. A crit. A crit. He breaks into a he breaks into a dead sprint out the door. Slams the door behind him. Friends, I think we should probably not let him run away. If he runs, I'm running. Okay. I mean, uh, Heavy Arms is after him, and I... Well, I mean, if Oliver runs, I'm... I guess I'm running, too. Yeah. And let's hope that I don't get to him first. <laughs> do you, uh... Do you bother opening the door? Or... Oh, no. I'm going through that door. If he shut the door behind him, I'm going through it. Okay. So, it would take you... Just where I'm going to assume that you guys were standing. Mm-hmm. So, Zaldwin would have been up here. So, you go through the door... Uh, he he is at the door. Nivitz says the thing. Crits on it. Jesus Christ. Crits on basically saying that whatever. And he runs, which Oliver is taking as guilt. So Oliver's running. Grundle's running. Nivitz, what are you doing? I'm going to start to chase after him, and I'm going to cast Hold Person. When you see him? Yes, as soon as he starts to ru- like run, I'm going to dash after him. Like, run. And cast hold person. Zaldwin, what are you doing? I'm fucking shit in my pants. Um, <laughs> I think just in shock, like looking at Jaden, uh, and then looking around to the guards and seeing if the guards are like fucking moving in on us. I mean, they very like robotically like look at the door and then look back straight forward, and they don't seem to be taking any action from John Paul running. Okay. So, Oliver, you burst through the door as you have dashed towards the door. Give me a strength check to go through the door. All right. A 13. So you, this door, basically, he sprints, shuts the door. You slam into the door. Uh, it, it's just a, it's just like a normal wooden door. So, I mean, it splinters and opens. And Tyler is sitting at the desk. And he's like, whoa, dude, what the fuck? What are you doing? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Who the fuck do you think? Jean Paul! Oh my god. I don't, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Oh my god. Useless and I run down the hall. Okay. Grundle, Nivitz, Zaldwin, where are you guys? I was running. Yeah, I follow. Oh, fucking, I guess running. Are you, fo- you're staying with Oliver? Uh, I'm gonna like grab Jaden and try dragging him along with me. Jaden will come right with you. No dragging okay. needed. If you're going, he'll go. Okay, so everyone stay with Oliver. So unless anyone says otherwise, Oliver's like, you guys are following him, okay? So, Oliver, you hit the hallway. You can either go left and leave the Temple of the Ever and All Host, or you can go right back to the teleporters. You do not see anyone in the hall. Left exits, right goes to the teleporter. I'm going to go towards the teleporters. Okay, you head towards the teleporters. Uh, down the hall. You get to the end of the hall, you see the teleporter room, which, as I've described before, it's a bunch of teleporters, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, people. Tyler is in that room, looking at his tablet. Tyler! I fucking... He looks up and he's like, hey, what's wrong? Fuck! I spin on my heels and I fucking charge back. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so you head back down the hallway. I grab Tyler. You grab this Tyler? Yeah. You're just, like, tucking him under your arm? You're coming with me! (laughs) Smart. Good move. Good move, Grundle. (laughs) Uh, Give me a strength check or intimidation, I guess, if you want him to just, like, limp into your arms here. Uh, Maybe in 13. Uh, You're coming. I'll I'll fall behind the group if I have to. Okay. Strength check this guy. It's like, oh, All right, then. No, I... 24. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, oh Goodbye man, I think you... <laughs> <laughs> So, Oliver has headed down the hallway like Tom Cruise sprinting. You know what I mean? And behind him is Grundle with poor Tyler in like as a football or a fireman? Okay, fireman carrying him. Um, okay. Are you going back into Jean-Paul's area or are you heading out? There are other doors, but We'll just say that those aren't. Like yeah, I mean, I'm gonna head out. I mean, as, as I'm, yeah, run past. I'm gonna see that he's probably not there anymore. I'm gonna run out. Oh, hold on. Well, they would have gotten down to the other end of the hallway, whatever, to the teleporter. Me and Zaldwin are what a good forty feet, fifty feet away. 
you are with Oliver. I stated very explicitly that unless yep. someone says otherwise, you're well, with Well, I mean, Oliver. We, we would have to run to catch up, so there would be, like... He stopped was... and talked to Tyler, and we're only talking oh, okay. six okay. seconds here. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. That I would, for whatever reason, I glossed over that in my mind, and I was like, all right, there's, like, a 40-foot gap between us and Oliver. You guys are a unit until you say otherwise, just because we're dealing with time here, which time okay. is continuing to go on here, so... Where you headed, Oliver? I no, I I said I'm going out. You're leaving? Yeah, if I'm running back, uh, yeah, running back, because I can go left or right from the room, right? Uh, oh, I could have gone left or right from the room. So from the teleporter room, you can either go left back into his quarters, or you can leave. Yeah, I'm assuming he's not back in his quarters. I'm leaving. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run out. Do you want to look? You have to tell me what you want to do. I think Oliver would run out first thinking this man is fleeing from me i don't think you just go back into his study yeah i'm, I'm yeah i'm running out is everyone staying with him i don't know We're so sorry explain it one more time because oliver left right left left right went to the teleporter room i went to the teleporter room where the real fucking tyler is standing i say fuck i spin on my heels i turn back i run back down the hall and i'm heading out now assuming that he fucking left once he fucking tricked me. That's Oliver's mindset right now, who is in a fucking rage. Yes, okay. So you can either turn, you guys can go back to his fucking office, or you can follow me, who is running out. And Oliver's just went, spun on his heels and ran straight towards leaving. Yeah, I'll follow Oliver. Okay, everyone's staying with Oliver? Grundle's gonna split the party. Grundle's okay. gonna take Tyler back to his desk. <laughs> okay, um... Nivets, where are you going? So, I guess I'll stay with Grundle, and then I'll check back into the the room. Okay, so Oliver and Zaldwin are heading out, and um, Grundle and Nivets. Grundle and Pozu, <laughs> name of more iconic duo, are heading left. You go at your desk. I don't know how you got here so fast. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. What the fuck? Is the other Tyler there? That's none of your goddamn business. (laughs) 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 So, uh, Grundle, you cast Detect Magic, Nibbits, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, you head back into his, the reception area where he was. There is not a second Tyler there. Ah. Uh, there, <laughs> there is a like, I don't like a intern looking like younger woman who's wearing like church guard garb, and she's like inspecting the door that uh, Oliver just burst through, and she turns around and sees Grundle carrying Tyler, and she's just like, ah, what the fuck? What's going on? I'm looking for doing? the other Tyler. Which way did he go? Ah, uh, it's the other Tyler. What the fuck? And Tyler's like, put me down, dude. What the, f- put me down. <clears throat> uh, you do not see any magic uh, nivets. Okay. I was making sure that this wasn't just like a, a magic spell on this Tyler when we got there. Like it could have still been Cardinals <laughs> somehow. <clears throat> do you put Tyler down? Do you head out with them? Do you uh, look around in here? Do you want to investigate and search? Yeah, I will um, bring Tyler with me. I'll I'll put you down if you come with us. But you have to help us look for the other you. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll help you look. I just saw him. He was just here. He was right here. You saw another me. We're looking for... Your friend's going to pay for that door, right? Colonel, we... Yeah, we just got a lot of money. Really? Um, okay. Well, uh... (laughs) Uh, give me investigation checks, guys. Okay. And are you looking in the study and the reception area, or just the reception area? Uh, I plan on looking everywhere, and I planned on using more detect magic while looking for stuff. Which which area are you starting with? Uh, investigating the, the where we're at right now. Yeah, okay. I guess we'll start with uh, where we're at right now. I got 13. 11 and a 13. Okay. I mean, you're pretty confident, even with the, like, you know what I mean? You're kind of hastily looking around. You didn't roll great. But there's not like any human-sized hiding places in this reception area. Sure. So you're pretty confident he's not in here. But you do like look under Tyler's desk and you do like oh. check for like 
hidden escape exits, and you don't see anything like that. He's not hiding in this book. Uh, yeah, he is not in the book. Good, good work, Wendell. Now I'm gonna check his study. Maybe he double-backed in here. Yeah. Uh, the guards are definitely wielding magical weapons, Nivets. Nice. Anything else other than magical weapons in there? Um, yeah, I mean, you'd probably see some magic coming from his desk, uh, and some of the sculptures would be magic. Um, I mean, he's like a collector, right? Like, he would have, he would have little items, little artifacts like that. Hey, did you guys see Senator John Paul, Archbishop John Paul come back this way? Uh, one of them, like, snaps and looks at you. And it's like armor clangs, you know what I mean? And then he snaps, looks back forward, and does not answer. Give me All a perception right. check, both of you. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> 13. 13. 13. <laughs> uh, okay. Really, we really need to be using our health action <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> right? Yeah, that would have been great for that. Uh, so you know, we're, we're with the... We're inquisitors, so if you know anything, you must tell us. I don't think they're gonna be any help. Uh, one of them flips his helmet up, and you see just, like, blank metal, and he flips it back down, and you realize this is, like, a golem or a warforged of some sort. sort. <sighs> hmm. I'm gonna give, um, Oliver and Zaldwin a DC 20 perception check as you guys are heading out. So time jump back to the hallway. We split ways. Yeah, well, I mean, this is happening, like, concurrently. I need my inspiration for this. It's a 20. Okay. I rolled a 17. Mm-hmm. So, Grundle and Nivitz, you guys don't notice this. Oliver, for whatever reason, whatever, whether you believe in fate or it was just luck, whatever that is, you cast a look over your shoulder just as you're about to leave the Temple of the Ever- Temple of the Ever and All House. And you see a girl walk out of Jean Paul's office. And I mean, you've covered this whole length of. You've covered everywhere, right? Like, you went in, went to the teleporters, you went out, uh, and there's someone you have not seen yet walk out. You're, I mean, you're about 120 feet down the way. Yeah. Uh, your eyes lock for just a split moment, uh, and this girl runs with surprising speed towards the teleporters. Son of a bitch! I'm, I'm going. All out. Everything I've got. Do I I see this? You would see Oliver turn. Oliver, what are, what are you doing? He's over there! It's, it's just a woman. No! Um, so... Here's how we need to play this. This is going to be like our kind of final decision before we go into the next episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she will reach the teleporter room before you. Mm-hmm. She is going through a teleporter. Yeah. You know what my answer exactly, is. Exactly. No, I need to know <laughs> what exactly do you do? Do you get Nivets and Grundle? Um, Jaden is staying with you, Zaldwin. Zaldwin, you see this so you can stay right with him. Uh, there's, you know what I mean? There's some distance. So, like, you can go running by the the reception room, but, like, they're in the study right now. So, I need to know exactly what everyone is doing. She goes through the teleporter. Hermes, freezer! And Hermes casts whole person. And... She's 120 feet from us. Um, oh, yeah, he's when well without, heels. out of range for that. That's why she's gonna beat oh, me. Oh, 120 feet? Yeah. I mean, further now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we started when running, she was already 120 feet ahead of me. I mean, his fly speed is 60. He's fast. He is fast. Yeah. He's fast as fuck, boys. Yeah, I mean, if this if this was like an infinite, if this was like a track, Hermes would absolutely be able to catch up. But uh, this person is getting through the teleporter. Um, it was 120 feet when Oliver saw and started running. There's just no way that you'd be able to, you know what I mean? react in that instant with how quickly this person was going. Um, but yeah, I mean, you would you would eventually, ca- not eventually, you would catch up with him pretty quick, but he's going to make it to the teleporters. Or she, sorry, she is going to make it to the teleporters. I mean, who knows who this beautiful yeah. young woman could possibly be. Oliver I mean, she seemed normal to me. I'm just going to say Oliver is pissed at 
this fucking ruse and Oliver being Oliver, if she goes through a portal, he's following her through a portal. Okay. Oliver goes through the portal, fully blinded by his rage. Hermes is flying after. Zaldwin, what do you do? I run into the portal. Okay. Um, give me perception check, Nivitin. We ride together, we die together. This is where... Uh, Oliver and Zelda die. I'm gonna use time. my inspiration on this. No, dude, this is when we, we fight we fight the chaos in the, the fucking twenty four in the in immaterium for the rest of eternity. Uh, luckily, Nivets and Grundle see oh my God. and hear <laughs> Oliver. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, and hey, you know they're I mean? going the other way now. <laughs> Why are they going back that way? We already checked in there. You guys no, 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 let's portal. go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you still have Tyler? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have to <laughs> find his other Tyler. <laughs> Are you actually taking Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Hell yeah. Of course I am. I need to know, moving into this next area too, who specifically has the wand of the tech clones on them? That's Alduin. Uh, yeah, Zaldwin has it. Nivitz has the wand of Wait, I thought truth. I had the... Zaldwin tapped it on the desk and was stopped by John Paul from using it. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have the truth one. I have the, 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 the clone. Yeah. I have oh, the you clone. have the clone one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought... yeah. You guys were joke like saying you wanted to use it on me. Right, right. Man, there's too many stabs all of a sudden. <laughs> so, so many stabs. <laughs> you went from, went from no stabs to two stabs. And this is a wand. It's a wand. Okay, uh, staff meeting, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so Nivitz has the clone staff. So you guys uh, find yourselves as you exit this teleporter. Oliver, you have to, like, you're going full speed. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking dead sprint. So, I mean, as you go through this teleporter, you have to stop yourself. You are suddenly confronted with the just vast expanse of space. You know what I mean? And you just catch yourself at the last second grab onto this little railing and like stop yourself from just <laughs> jumping <laughs> into the abyss you know what i mean yeah and you look down and you're on this like wobbly scaffolding why would a portal go here <laughs> uh <laughs> and there's like nothing yeah there's nothing in front of you you turn around and there's just massive like metal structure that goes every which way up down left right you, do, you can't even see what it is because you're so close to it. And you're on this scaffolding that's, like, surrounding it. Um, and it's, like, barely wide enough for you. And it's, like, swaying a little bit. It's, like, it's a little terrifying. Yeah. And there's nothing behind you but the teleporter. And then down a ways on the scaffolding, you see, you see, you see like, a, a little... It doesn't even look like a door. It looks more like a maintenance tunnel than anything. Yeah. Uh, and you were able to catch, uh, like, Zalduin and Grundle and Nivitz and Jaden. You were able to kind of, like, soften them through the teleporter um, so that they don't just, like, run out into space also. Um, and I think we need to end here. <laughs> it's getting a little late. Um, so you are on this scaffolding. What the hell? It's it's terror like there's obviously some sort of like fake atmosphere going on because you can breathe you know what I mean and like you're safe and everything like that but um you uh yeah basically the um you're you're too close to it to see where you're at but um you're not in Kansas anymore uh, thank you guys so much for playing uh, that was fun that oh, was yeah. it was funny I was like I wonder if I prepared enough. You skipped a lot. <laughs> you skipped a lot of things. So, uh, very interesting where we wound up. This is really cool, though. So, uh, we will, we'll pick up with this next week, episode 33. Thank you guys so much for um, playing, and thank you listeners so much for sticking around. Uh, we are so grateful for getting to put this out every week, and we're so happy to have you around. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the homebrew uh you can get all sorts of cool stuff like an npc put it in, into the campaign uh like zephyr our little shopkeeper 
Um, it's super fun to be able to uh, do our shoutouts and put stuff into the game and things like that. And honestly, we couldn't do any of this without your support. So uh, please check out patreon.com slash the homebrew. You can also get all of our links, uh, merch, Discord, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff is at thehomebrewpodcast.com. Uh, hop on there and join us in Discord. We'd love to hang out. We'd love to chit-chat, hear about uh, favorite parts, things like that. Again, that's thehomebrewpodcast.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week. And that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors. Starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.